Hey loves, welcome back to my podcast, Schooling Life with Teeks. I am back on my new year, new me shindig with the first podcast episode of 2022. I'm super excited to be recording this because I've been procrastinating it for the longest time. I've been going through so many changes, so many demands at work, with my studies, with my business. And in all of that, I still needed to have a social life, family life, and some me time. So I haven't really had the time to just sit down and talk to you guys. But today I thought, you know what, let me bite the bullet and speak what's on my heart and what's on my mind. So this is going to be a, you know what, I'm going to start afresh. I'm starting a new season. This is a new episode. I don't know what I'm going to call it as yet, but I think it'll come to me by the time I finish speaking, (laughs) which is usually what happens um, if I'm being honest. But... I am going through such a challenging time of prayer and fasting. I started um, my 21 days of prayer and fasting last week, Sunday. And what is so interesting to me is that I'm not the only person who's been doing it. So I'm going to give you some context on fasting and prayer as I understand it. And as I've been doing it, for me, it's just that thin line between religion and relationship with God and what I'm learning from what's happening in my life right now and the journey that I'm on is that it is not a linear path it's not a linear journey and everybody's experience is going to be different everybody's opinion is going to be different and everybody has to do things that are best suited and fitted for where they are a lot of the time when we start the year no matter what um, church you go to or what you believe in, the relationship you have with the person that you pray to, you always start off the year wanting to do something sacrificial so that you can give your first part of the year in surrender, you know, so that you just start the year on a clean slate. You want to forget about everything you did in the previous year and you want to start the new year with a pep in your step and having better intentions for yourself and what I'm learning is let me actually tell you what happened so in the beginning it was very heavily on my heart and the Holy Spirit had said to me I have to do the Daniel fast and mind you I'm on chronic medication that regulates um, the consistency of my blood because I had a pulmonary embolism a couple of years ago so what my medication basically does is it thins my blood according to the types of food I eat and for the type of med- medication that I'm taking I cannot have a large take of vitamin k vitamin k is found commonly in vegetables so your green vegetables mainly your spinach your avocado um, so on and so forth So obviously with the Daniel fast, it is consistently just eating fruit and vegetables. And in that, it's a very high intake of vitamin K. If I'm being honest, initially when I leaned into what the Holy Spirit was asking me to do, I went full force into the Daniel fast. I had done some research on it. I even watched a few YouTube videos. I listened to podcasts and I had a clear understanding of what was expected of me. And it was my heart's intention to do it that way. Four days into my fast, guys, I kid you not, I was just not feeling well. 
on day two i was already not feeling well and i told my mom and a friend of mine and i was like guys i'm just not feeling well um obviously this was combated with chats about satan is trying to get you this is where your breakthrough is probably coming through and I had just honestly consciously forgotten that I'm on medication and that my medication is regulated by what I eat. So now I'm probably taking a lower dose of my medication and I have a higher intake of vitamin K because I'd wake up in the morning and maybe have a fruit salad and then have a veggie salad for supper. I'd have some um, grilled veggies for lunch, for dinner, whenever I was eating and drinking a lot of water, staying hydrated. But my iron levels were low. I'm having this large intake of vitamin k and my energy is low when my energy is low my productivity is low so i'm not performing as i should in any area of my life i'm not working out because i'm very weak i'm mainly just exhausted so i'm sleeping a lot more than i should be and i'm just tired so i don't have the energy to work i don't have the energy to phd I don't even have the energy to do work for my business. So my business partner, thank God, is a very understanding person. I've taken leave from the business just for now so I can mainly focus on my thesis. But in that, I have other things that need to be done, you know, throughout the day, running a household, etc., etc., etc. Back to my story about the fasting. I digress. <laughs> so... On the fourth day, I just was not feeling well and I'd been consistently in prayer, diligent with my fast and I spoke to my mom and she said, you know what, Nana, you need to understand that fasting is not about what you give up. It's not about what you you think you're surrendering or that you want to surrender. It's mainly about your intention. God is more focused on your motive. Why are you doing it? And what is the posture of your heart when you're doing it? And when she said that to me, it really just aligned with what I was also reading in scripture, as well as what I had been watching on the various platforms of prayer that I had been following. And when she said that to me, it just made me think about it. Like God already knows I'm struggling and he can see what it's doing to my body physically. And in the supernatural, if I am coming to God with an honest heart and with humility to say, Baba, listen, I'm honestly not feeling well. This is not working as I thought it would. My intention and my heart's motive was to do it this way because this is the outcome I wanted. However, I am now taking a detour and I'm introducing X, Y, and Z because Baba, it's hard you know that's me talking to god real talk i'm just like listen god i'm in a pickle i need your help and i won't lie i felt so much better after i had that conversation in prayer because it was important for me to not just change my fast because i wasn't feeling well but for me to communicate the reason why i wanted to do it and the posture of my heart had to be in a certain place and this was quite humbling for me because I had an experience with people that was very similar I noticed that a lot of the time when I am responding to messages I'm not responding sometimes from a good place or good intentionality because of the manner in which I've read a message so people will say something to you that doesn't sit well with you and you will respond in a snappy way or in a cheeky way and it might not sit well with the other person you know it kind of does burn a few bridges here and there um not that that is important because to be honest some bridges do need to be burned like set the whole thing on fire (laughs) uh 
I love the way you lie type of vibes where she says, are you just going to stand there and watch me burn? You know, Rihanna was on her bars with that one. Because we hold on to things far longer than we need to. And that becomes a very toxic space for you to be in where you're constantly feeling like people are out to get you. People are being spiteful towards you. People are not coming at you correctly. People aren't using the right tone when they speak to you. And this was my biggest revelation just in four days of prayer and fasting that my intentionality and my motive and the posture of my heart are very important there are definitely people who are going to rub you the wrong way and try and get you out of your spirit it is up to you to make sure that you don't allow it it is up to you to remove those people to remove yourself from those spaces for you to purify your thoughts so that your heart can be in a good place so that when you are doing things it's from the right place and in all of this the link that it's to link it back to my fasting and my prayer I've given up social media as well and obviously I'm human you know sometimes you want to check in and just see if you've missed anything but trust me guys that is just a slippery slope you don't want to do it the rabbit hole is very deep you're not missing out on anything it's the same old content by the same old people doing the same old things but what I noticed when I went back onto social media for the day was that it's sometimes a very heavy place and there's a lot of work that is happening subconsciously with the things that we post, we repost, we like, we don't like, we share, we don't share, that it is accumulating in your subconscious and you might not realize it, but that subtle competition, the feeling of not being worthy, not being good enough and not being further ahead where you thought you would be and not doing the things that you thought you'd be doing with the people you thought you would be doing it. It is quite a hurtful realization to come to as a person. Initially, we know that we should only compete with the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror yourself. But the more you live life, the more you realize that you you actually do compete with other people even if you're not explicitly aware of it and that can be very hurtful to you i think a social media break or detox is so healthy and it is so important because it centers you and it brings you back to the essence of who you are the vision and the goals that you have for yourself the strategies that you're putting in place to be a better person not for anybody but for you i think we do a lot of things to impress people it's the best example I can give you is when you're dating and you post your partner or you post their arm or you post their fingernail, whatever. What is your true intention and motive for doing that? I often find myself posting things just to let other people know that it too can happen for me more than I would post it for the fact that I'm actually happy. And I find that to be quite disturbing that I, I would do that. It's important to also see yourself as an evolving person, a work in progress, because there are things about you that need to be challenged. You have to be a teachable person. Your heart posture has to be that of a lifelong student. Otherwise, you'll never grow. You have to feel pain. You have to be challenged you have to be centered and grow back into the person that you're supposed to be and grow into and grow out of things and unlearn things that aren't meant for you and not meant for your path and this goes for 
everything in your life, your academics, your work life, your career, your hobbies, your business, your ideas, your home. It's almost, to give you an analogy, it's like decluttering your home or decluttering your car, taking out all the junk, all the receipts, all the bottles, the empty bottles of water, um, the bubblegum wrappers, whatever it is that's lying around and vacuuming, sweeping, mopping, tidying up, wiping the counters. That's the type of heart-wrenching stuff that you have to do to yourself, to your mind, to your body, to your thoughts, to your heart, because you can't always think of things as being in competition with you or not being good enough for you or things not happening at the pace that you're expecting them it's important for you to know that God's perfect plan is always in motion and things are going to pan out the way that they're supposed to at the time that they're supposed to and no time sooner and no time later it's a hard thing to realize especially when you're living in a life of what if or shoulda coulda woulda you look back and you you feel like you haven't done enough in a certain area of your life and you focus too much energy on a different area of your life. Using myself as an example, I always feel like I need to give myself more credit for how far I come in terms of a lot of different things and not just materialistic things like where you live and what you drive, but who you are as a person. You've come a long way especially when you think of the areas that you consistently try and work on in yourself. Something that I'm really trying to be consistent with this year is I want to go where love is reciprocated. For instance, I'm not holding on to friendships and people and relationships anymore that just aren't serving me, that aren't growing me, that I don't feel have good intentions for me. Things that feel off for me, trusting that some energies are exactly what you feel them to be they're not for you people don't always wish you well and you don't always wish others well and it's almost like scrolling through instagram and coming across somebody's page and rolling your eyes the moment i have that moment and that feeling i know it's time to unfollow i know it's time to mute i know it's time to block and to let go and that is a very hard thing to do because you have to do a heart check you you think to yourself, am I consistently reaching out to this person and finding out how they are? And, you know, for instance, people are moving house, people are getting married, getting engaged, having babies. And there's so many different events that are happening. Am I consistently just checking up on them to celebrate them? And are they reciprocating that? Or is it a one-way street? Or are other people consistently doing that for me and I'm not doing it back for them? It's, it's a hard one to think of myself as being in that position, but I definitely am. You know, there are people who continuously reach out and reach out and reach out. And I just don't have the heart to do it back because maybe my, my heart's just not in it anymore, which is okay because we're allowed to change our minds. We're allowed to move in a different direction. You're allowed to You're allowed to decide what you want in your life and how you want it to be and where you want to go. And all the things that pull you out of your spirit, you really have to deeply pray about them and think about them and understand what is the root cause of it. Sometimes we do things and we're just not conscious of the impact and the consequences it has for other people. 
as much as we talk about cancel culture and you know something's not serving you you need to leave it behind it's also important to have conflict resolution skills where you talk to people and you tell them how you make how they make you feel and they tell you how you make them feel so that you guys understand what the issues are and if they can be resolved and if they can't you then amicably call it a day and this goes for work as well we've been in really toxic work environments where people tell us we're not fitting in job offers are revoked uh, plans are changed positions are changed um, job specs are changed and if we don't communicate with the people that we're working with how we feel and how we're growing and how we're doing it kind of becomes difficult for us to grow and to move authentically in that space being who we are born to be no matter what that looks like so take the time now as we are going towards the middle and the end of January to take stock of who you are and who you want to be in this year i know this sounds very cheesy but the new year new me philosophy can be very helpful and powerful if you think of it as evolving every year and peeling back another layer of your onion so that you can become better and not just for others but for yourself and so that you can be used in a way that speaks to others and that cultivates a healthy environment you know when you move into a space and you walk into a room and you're the light you're the sunshine somebody in my department at work the other day told me that I'm the halo of my department I'm the crown of my department and that just resonated so deeply with me because it's not something I'd ever heard before and it's not something that I knew so for her to have told me this was honestly so heartwarming and life-changing to say the least because it means that in the short amount of time I've been in this position I'm making a difference. I come into a meeting and I'm full of life and full of energy and full of joy and I bring good cheer which is very important. You have to have a certain aura and spirit about you when you're a person because that sets the tone for your life. If you're grumpy and annoyed and fidgety and just not sure of yourself and what you're doing, where you're going all the time, it rubs off into all the areas of your life. You know, you can't be a confident professional if you're not confident in who you are as a person. You have to kind of strike a balance as hard as it is. You figure it out as you grow and as you move. And I think the most important thing to always remember is that moving in a way that is authentic to you is key and do the things that feel right we know when we're doing things that are wrong we know when we're doing things that don't feel right we know when we're doing things that hurt other people we have to be careful of what we say we have to be intentional about what we say and how we move and the way we operate in certain spaces because what we do does affect other people and if we're being honest I say this to my friends all the time. As friends, we know what hurts each other. We knows what we know what rubs each other the wrong way. And it is our job as friends to intentionally not do those things because it shows that we're guarding each other's hearts. And the same goes for relationships. When something isn't working out and you get to see an ugly side of the other person that you might not have seen before, the mean side, the cruel side, it tells you something. It tells you that they weren't being themselves they weren't being they weren't showing up as authentically as you thought they were and they're doing it intentionally because they know that what they're saying is going to affect you in a negative manner it's going to make you anxious it's going to make you sad 
it's going to make you jealous or hesitant or whatever it is just like how when they caught you they're intentional about loving you and caring about you and being soft and being gentle and doing all the things that would make you comfortable so let's take that into the new year that we're coming in with intentionality and good motives and this is the year that we grow and we change and we become more authentic to who we are as well as showing up as who we want to be and yeah that is the end of today's podcast i hope you enjoyed it i really am glad that i'm doing it and i think this year is going to be better for all of us i will share in a later podcast why i've been away for such a long time once i have the courage and i've prayed about it and i feel that it is a story that is worth sharing because not everything is worth sharing if we be honest sometimes you have to keep things to yourself just to protect your space and to protect your peace there's peace sometimes in silence there's peace sometimes in disappearing and not being available you know sometimes peace gets it's good for you don't let everybody have access to every part of you all the time and on that note thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of teaching no this is not teaching with teeks this is schooling life <laughs> this is schooling life the podcast with teeks let it be beautiful